Hey Unstoppable Actor, welcome to another juicy episode. I'm so glad to have you here because today we are going to take a deep dive into what a brand is and why actors even need one. And we are going to be conquering those three words that can send actors running for the hills and freaking out and stressing out and that is U.S. You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. With me, Louise, the Artistic Director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And every week, I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid, working, unstoppable actor. Because you 1000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready? I am so glad you are here. And if you're brand new to the episode, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Louise. I'm an acting coach who specializes in method acting. And I also take unknown actors with blank CVs and very little experience all the way through to Netflix dramas, Amazon Prime films, TV soaps, stage plays around the world and getting representation from some of the most incredible agents in the business. As I always say in the intro and the outro of this podcast, an acting career is doable. doesn't matter where you are right now in your journey, it is 1000% doable and I am here to help you make that a reality. If you are returning to the podcast, Thank you so much. I am truly grateful to have you here. You are the reason I make these podcasts. And I am also so honoured and humbled every time I receive a message on Instagram from an actor telling me just how much these podcasts are helping them with their career and also with their mindset as well to make themselves become an unstoppable actor. So before we dive into the crux of today's episode, I want to read a message from you. Um, I received this message, oh, when did I receive it? A few weeks ago from somebody called Mark. Mark wrote into us on Instagram, which is at Standby Method Acting Studio in the DMs, and he said, Hi Louise, thank you so much for the Unstoppable Actors podcast. I've been listening for a while and I love how much depth you go into with each episode. These podcasts are really helping me see that I can make an acting career happen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, you are so welcome, Mark. It is people like you who I make these episodes for because, yeah, when I was first starting out, I've said this in many episodes before, but when I was first starting out, I literally did not have anything like this. I had to go and figure it all out myself. In fact, when I was first getting started, we didn't even have the internet, or maybe we did, but it just wasn't a big thing. So gosh, yeah, it was a lot of um, a lot of digging about for researching books and asking people. If I'd have had something like this, it would have just sped up the time that I could get knowledge. So this is why I make it for you guys. So shall we dive in then? Shall we get on track? Shall we have a look into what a brand is and why actors need one? And shall we Go to those three scary letters, USP. Well, on the subject of scary, it can actually be really scary and overwhelming to think about branding yourself as an actor because we often associate brands with things like clothes, cars, shoes, but ourselves, like 
that can bring up the thought of, am I actually a brand? Do I need to be a brand? And it can feel really scary when we look at things like Range Rover, which is a brand, or um, River Island, which is a brand. We're going for all the R's here. <laughs> Rolos, <laughs> which are a brand. You know, it can be really scary. Or, you know, if you're listening to this in a different country, not in the UK, and you have different brands, it can be really scary to think, wow, these companies are big megabucks companies and they've got a clear brand, but I'm just a little old me as an actor just wanting to, I just want to get in a few TV shows and I just want to do a bit of stage work and some films and yeah, I won't mind winning an award or whatever it is that you want to do. But to think of yourself as a brand can definitely bring up a lot of fear. I'm here to let you know, it's not as scary as it might seem. It's not as overwhelming once you start to learn about branding. But when we don't know about branding, we can also get sucked into a perfectionist mindset and we can start to fixate on it and think, no, 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 it's got to be perfect. I've got to get it right from the off. And if I don't get it right, I'm never going to get cast in anything. And I just want to say, whoa, 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 hold your horses. Let's not overthink this. I am a big fan of simplicity. So let's keep it nice and simple. So this is my thought process. And I will get to what a brand is in a moment. But my thought process is that you just have to make a choice about what your brand is to get started. What does it stand for? Who are you? How do you want to be perceived by directors, casting directors, agents, producers, writers? What do you want them to feel emotionally about your brand? What do you want them to get visually from your brand? And once you make a choice, that's it. Just get it out there. You will not know whether your brand is landing until you've actually tried it and you've actually put it out there and tested the waters. And also as well, the more experienced you get as an actor, the more you'll start to get clear on what your brand is. I didn't have a bloody clue what my brand was when I first got started. In fact, nobody even talked about branding. They just said, don't wait by the phone. That's it. Don't wait by the phone. That was great business advice. Not. So yeah, I didn't know what my brand was. But looking back, I can always see that my brand as an actress has always been a combination of a few different things, which I'm going to get to in a moment. I'm going to give you an example to help you. But before we do that, let's just get a clear, succinct understanding of what a brand is. So in the Oxford Dictionary, a brand is this, an identifying mark burned on livestock or in criminals or slaves with a branding item. I think it's important that I read that definition out to you as well, because it really will help you. And then the other definition is a type of product manufactured by a particular company under a particular name. So that's how the Oxford Dictionary is defining brand. And I think we can combine the two things. So an identifying mark, well, a brand is an identity, isn't it? And then if we go to the other definition where they say a type of product by a particular company under a particular name, well, your name is going to be a part of your brand and your name gets associated with an identity in the acting industry. So why do you need one? You need a brand You need to start creating a brand because it makes you unique and identifiable and you get known for something. 
Now, this is where actors hear that word or, sorry, hear those three letters, USP, they start to worry, what is my USP? What is it? Oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. What's unique about me? I don't know. And we can get in our heads about this. And this is when we're not confident. And this is when we can start belittling ourselves because we can start looking at other actors and going, well, they're this and they're this and they're this, but what am I? So USP is a unique selling point. Now let's think about Daniel Day-Lewis as an example. What would his USP be? For me, he's got a few different USPs. I don't think a USP, in my mind at least anyway, and the way I'm interpreting it and the way I'm choosing to work with my USP as an actress is it's not one thing. It can be a few things. You can have a few things that combine together, like a few different ingredients to create a USP. So if we take Daniel Day-Lewis... What I've identified as his USPs, and you may or may not agree with me, and and that's absolutely fine, but the first one is how much depth he goes into with the characters. The next one is how much characterization work he does. The third one is how every single character he plays looks and sounds different from the last, and it doesn't even look or sound like him. And then the fourth USP that I've identified in Daniel Day-Lewis is that he... I mean, I know he's retired now at the time of recording this, but in his career, he had long, long breaks between films. Like he could go five years without filming anything. And for me, that is a USP because it makes him more in demand because he's scarce, if that makes sense. He's not so readily available to directors. So that is a USP in my mind as well. So as I've already said, A brand can be made up of a few different USPs. I'm going to give you another example before I go into my own as well. If we take standby method acting studio, well, if you look at it at face value, we are an acting studio. There are thousands of acting studios around the world, thousands upon thousands. That doesn't make standby unique. If we narrow it down a bit more, we train you in method acting. But again, that doesn't make us unique because there are lots of different method acting studios around the world. But what does make us unique is that there is nobody who delivers method acting the way I do because they don't have my life experience. And I bring in a lot of mindset work and a lot of business of acting work. And that gets channeled through everything from the one-on-one training, all the online courses, Um, the in-person courses like the 10-week method acting modules and we have our very own curriculum in each of those and that is what makes us unique not the fact that we're an acting studio and we do method acting so you're going to find that there's going to be tons of other actors who want to play similar characters to you and that doesn't make you unique but you have to drill right down so if I think about myself as an actress, my USP is also a combination of things as well. I started off by getting clear that I'm Northern, as in when we think about England, I'm Northern because I'm from South Yorkshire. I'm working class. But that doesn't make me unique because there are tons of other actresses in my playing age, in my playing bracket, that are also Northern and working class. So I started drilling down further. I'm a raw actress. I My strengths are my emotional work. I'm very good at dramas and, and straight characters. That's much stronger than my comedy roles. So that's already taken me down an avenue where I'm going to start getting a brand identity. 
I've also created a brand around my work ethic, which I know is second to none. I go into a hell of a lot of detail with the preparation and I use method acting as my main technique. And there's other parts of me as well that become my unique selling point, but they are the main pillars, if you will, of my brand. So it's important that you have a brand because it gives you an identity and people can start to associate things with you. So people will start to associate things with me and my brand. And because I've got such a good work ethic, and I'm very confident in that, I know that what that gives directors and producers and writers and whoever else I may work with, it gives them a good experience. So a brand can also make people feel a particular way about it as well. And mine is always to leave a good, positive, lasting impression. So I hope I've made branding clear for you. And I hope now it's got your cogs turning. Now, if you're right at the very beginning of your acting career, don't worry, just start experimenting, start playing around, start exploring with this idea of brand and just make a choice, like I said in the beginning, how would you like to be perceived? That's where that's a really good starting point. How would I like to be perceived? And then everything that you do starts to follow that. The thing about branding is a brand can evolve at any time. In another year's time, my brand will have evolved as an actress because I'll have more life experience. I'll have more experience playing more characters. I'll have more experience with my craft. So it will continue to evolve. It will never just be one thing for the rest of my life. I hope that has helped you. Now, if you want more help, this is the kind of detail I will be going into with the online workshop on Sunday, the 30th of April. It's two hours long. It's called The Business of Acting, Raise Your Profile, Land More Roles. It's free of charge. You don't need to pay anything to come and join it, but you will walk away knowing a hell of a lot about the business of acting and you will feel more confident about who you are as an actor on a business level and you will also be buzzing to get yourself out there. So go and enroll by clicking the link below and I will send you your workbook, the link to the workshop and the private Facebook group we've got for it as soon as you've enrolled. I can't wait to see you there and I'll see you in the next episode as well. I have absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious aspiring actors. Now if you did, I'd really love you to subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review. And if you would like weekly injections of inspiration, you'd like mini method acting challenges to keep you making progress with your dreams, come and join the most supportive acting community online by clicking the link in the notes to help you become an unstoppable actor.